Welcome to Wisconsin DNR's Wild Wisconsin Off the Record Podcast. Information straight from the source. Welcome back to another episode of Wild Wisconsin Off the Record. I'm your host, DNR's Digital Communications Section Chief, Katie Grant. With all the changes from the COVID-19 public health emergency, I'm sure a lot of adults feel the same way that I do lately. I stare at a screen all day while working from home with no meetings to use as an excuse to get away from those screens anymore. Then after work, I stare at a little screen while staring at a big screen until I go to bed and I start it all over again. And studies confirm what many adults are feeling. The average adult spends more time behind a screen than they do even sleeping. And it's not just the adults. Even before the pandemic, kids spent as little as 30 minutes a day playing outside. But they spent more than seven hours in front of a screen. All of this screen time really takes a toll on people's physical and mental health. But in a world where we're telecommuting and increasingly reliant on technology, how can we minimize the effect of all of that screen time on our mental health? In this episode, we sat down with Dr. Shyla Mergain, a psychologist with UW Health, to talk about the benefits of getting outside, nature deficit disorder, and how you can get a little bit of those benefits of being outdoors, even when you can't get out there. So sit back and listen in to learn more. All right, we are welcoming Dr. Shyla Mergain to the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, can you go ahead and get us started by telling us a little bit about yourself, your background, um, and what it is that you do? Thanks, Katie. I'm really honored to be a guest on today's episode. I am a clinical psychologist at UW Health who specializes in health and sports psychology. I've been at the University of Wisconsin for 15 years and have really, um, one of the highlights for me of moving to Wisconsin has been discovering all the amazing outdoor um, places to go in Wisconsin. And I've just had lots of adventures over the years of discovering um, what, what is called wild Wisconsin, all those natural uh, wilderness areas that really make our state amazing. Yeah, it, it is one of the things that we are truly blessed with here in Wisconsin. And I've, I've talked about this with a lot of, of guests on the, on the show. Um, it's something that I think a lot of Wisconsinites take for granted because, you know, especially if you've grown up here, it's it's been around you all along and, and it's easy to take that for granted. What would you say is your favorite part of your job? That's a great question. I love helping people. And with my job, I'm really working on the mind-body connection and really harnessing the power of the mind to really improve various health outcomes. I work with chronic medical patients like heart disease or chronic pain, um, injury rehab. And then as a sports psychologist, I'm also working on that mind-body connection to really fuel optimal performance. And many people, you know, we can look to medical management, taking the pill, but the favorite part of my job is to have people learn how to use a skill and a variety of skills from mindfulness to cognitive behavioral therapy to acceptance work can really have profound impacts on people's quality of life and really allow them instead of just surviving to go to thriving and really th flourishing. 
Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned that mind-body connection and, um, you know, one of the things that a lot of your articles that that we've looked into uh, talk about is the benefit of spending that time outdoors. Generally speaking, why is getting out in nature, even when it's cold and snowy and, and you maybe don't want to go out there, why is that so important to our overall well-being? such a great question. And there's that uh, phrase that nature is the best medicine. And there's really some truth to that. And I am often prescribing nature to my patients. And there's really robust research on this. Um, for example, one study looked at two groups of walkers. Uh, the two groups went for a walk for just a few minutes, five, 10 minutes. The first group went for a walk in the park, while the other just walked around the city looking at the city landscape of skyscrapers and sidewalks. And the results were really interesting that they showed that just a short walk in a park in that natural landscape, as little as 10 minutes, actually affected participants' brains. The walk helped decrease stress hormones like cortisol and actually improve thinking and memory. You know, and all of this really goes to suggest that time in nature can help relieve mental fatigue, improve focus, and help boost our mood. And I think a real takeaway is that nature is restorative in many ways. And I always say that nature offers us something beyond what human connection can there's a way when we go into a natural environment that we feel a sense of relief or calm or peace or perspective, and it can really enhance our well-being. Yeah, for sure. And I think this is something that obviously with the COVID-19 pandemic has been kind of top of mind, um, but this isn't new science. Um, you published an article about this all the way back in 2015, and in that you cited some alarming facts uh, the average adult spends more time be behind a screen than they do sleeping, and kids spend as little as 30 minutes in unstructured outdoor play each day, but more than seven hours on average in front of a screen. What are some of the consequences of all of this screen time? There is a concept that was coined in the book Last Child in the Woods by Richard Louvre, who said um, nature deficit disorder that term nature deficit disorder. And we had it pre-pandemic, but you know, I think everyone can appreciate during the pandemic, our screen time has gone through the roof. Kids are spending all day behind screens if they're doing virtual learning. So many of us adults are working remotely and on Zoom calls all day. And so we're kind of tethered to our screen. And it's in part of what has really taken a toll during the pandemic that we are connecting to one another virtually, and we recognize we're becoming more sedentary and we recognize that it's almost creating a sense of sluggishness or stress. And I go back to how nature, time in nature, even a little bit of time in nature, really can help us stay more stress resilient. It can help really enhance our ability to cope. Um, it improves even quality of our sleep, something that many people might be struggling with. And again, it helps restore a sense of vitality and helps us have a more positive outlook on life. I remember when the, for me personally, when the pandemic hit, it was an incredibly stressful time in behavioral health at UW-Madison. We were just in a, over a course of a day or two, having to transition all our providers to working remotely and 
I am in a leadership role, so I was part of some of those conversations and help helping navigate those people transitioning to working remotely and getting all the equipment and technology and figuring all the details out, like how are we going to do this? And I remember feeling overwhelmed, not being able to sleep, and I thought I need to cope with this. And what I started doing was nightly walks, and with I have a puppy, a three-year-old puppy, and I did nightly walks in nature, and there was a stillness there, the moonlight cast light over the trees and um, the silence and the, the air and there was something very calming about it and I think it's just a great example that if we can make that time to get outside um, on a regular basis um, you know that will help really um, keep stability to our well-being. It can really boost our mood, energy, you know, so many different areas. And also, I just also want to really encourage people to seek out nature as part of um, kind of that sense of adventure. There are so many amazing natural spots in Wisconsin to explore that can really build a lot of joy and can be a great thing for parents to also introduce to their kids. Yeah, for sure. I know for me personally, over the summer, um, we really got into riding our bikes on the trails. So we would head out to Military Ridge and explore new parts of that or Cap City Trail, um, all of the amazing trails around the city of Madison. Um, it was a really great way to get out there, get our get our minds off things, get away from those screens after we've spent all week staring at them. Um, for you, um, I know you mentioned those nightly walks is what, is there still another favorite that you love doing or, or how do you enjoy getting out and enjoying those Wisconsin outdoors? I think that's such a great question, Katie. One of the things I've done since I moved here is really exploring our state parks. And, and now that I have my three-year-old puppy, it's my goal of getting her to almost all of them, as many of them as we can. And each um, year we drive different places or if we're going somewhere and find a park we will stop in there. I also have a, a dear friend who takes me fishing on our local lakes and I'll sometimes go on free fishing day although I missed uh, the weekend for free ice fishing day unfortunately the other weekend but I'll sometimes get a fishing permit and, and join him. And during the pandemic, one of my pandemic goals has been to hike trails on the Ice Age Trail um, and just have been really amazed at what the Ice Age Trail Alliance has done of creating this trail throughout um, our state. And it's been a fun way of actually meeting people on the trail and connecting with them on social media. So again, just lots of really amazing places to explore. And you know, I think a really important point is that time in nature really can help provide a sense of meaning and purpose. Um, one of the emotions that can really boost a sense of well-being is the emotion awe, when we feel awe for something. And that actually, there, there's been research out of the University of um, California, Berkeley, that found that when people experience more awestruck moments, that actually helped um, those people had the lowest um, markers of inflammation in their body. It suggested that it actually helped lower inflammation. And what is fascinating is the number one time that we experience awe is in nature. 
that sense that, you know, we encounter something that um, feels maybe vast in com complexity. It alters how we see the world and allows us to see things differently. It shifts our perspective. And when we go in, in, in nature, you know, we start to experience that. The, um, we notice the natural cycles that summer always comes after the depths of winter. That, um, you know, that, and I think it gives us perspective that no matter what we're facing, it will change and things can get better. That notion of impermanence that, um, you know, I think we, we kind of connect back with um, that vastness of life as well as I think more of ourselves come online when we can connect um, with various natural areas. Yeah. And I think one of the, the really great things about Wisconsin is it doesn't matter if you're in the country or an urban setting. I mean, in Madison, there are so many options for getting outdoors. In Milwaukee, the same. Um, I was amazed. We, we went and explored Milwaukee once this summer with our bikes and just the bike paths that I had no idea existed in the middle of the city. Um, so it doesn't matter where you are in the state, the options for this exist. Very much so. You know, we want to really support um, our state parks and, and all these organizations that are really doing great conservation and preservation work. And again, I just think it's something really important to prioritize sharing with your children. You know, make my, my, um, Parents and I, my parents live up in Door County half the year, and um, we make a point of, of hiking different um, areas up there in, in Door County that there are some land trust areas. I think there are maybe eight or 10, um, which have various trails through them. So we've been hiking through them. And that is something that we look forward to. And I just got my parents um, yak tracks so that we can do some hiking <laughs> this next month and they can stay safe on the icy trails. But you know, to think about making it a priority Maybe as a family, you start going for evening walks together, or maybe you plan with the warmer weather to go to one of our state parks and do some camping. Um, or maybe you just take a, a, a trip, a summer vacation, and go somewhere to the state you've never seen before and check out some of the natural beauty, the natural landscape. And, you know, and, and with children, you can really um, teach them mindfulness with nature, being mindful, have them notice uh, using all their senses, um, various aspects of nature. Um, in Japan, they have something called a forest bathing, where you're not actually taking a shower in nature, but you're going out and um, really uh, kind of bathing using your senses, bathing all your senses, your sight, sound, smell, maybe taste or touch. Um, and again, research shows when you're in that kind of meditative, mindful um, awareness, um, something shifts in you, you know, and for kids, that's often, I think, something that you remember. I certainly do from my childhood, you know, those times when we were on those field trips in nature. And I think it all confidence for, for kids. And I always say that um, you only protect what you appreciate. So as we, you know, as a family and individual and, and instilling that value in our children that, you know, when they appreciate nature, then they're more likely to protect this precious resource. For sure. And you mentioned something in there that I think is really important to highlight. It can be as simple as just going out and taking, you know, a 
three minute walk around your neighborhood a, a short walk. It doesn't have to be, you know, traveling to a state park and going on this big hike with all of this equipment or anything. It can be really that simple. And I'm so glad you mentioned that, Katie, because I think that could be one of the barriers. It can feel intimidating. You don't feel like you have the time or resources or the gear to go out in nature. And that's where the research is fascinating. You know, we talked about as little as a, you know, 10 minute walk, but um, it can be five minutes. It could be a three minute on the, your lunch break. And then some really interesting research shows that even just looking at images of nature or bringing nature into your um, environment can um, produce some similar results. There was a study of people in um, who were hospitalized and they found that those patients where their rooms just overlook natural areas. Um, you know, they might have had access to the outdoors, but their room, just their view looked over over nature. Those hospitalized patients had shorter stays and required less medication. So, you know, you can think about looking out the window more or bringing in a plant or some flowers into your home or having an office plant at work um, or having some pictures of nature or watching some nature documentaries. Or again, as you mentioned, just getting out on your lunch break for three minutes, get some fresh air and then come back in. So it doesn't have to be some huge elaborate thing, although those are great um, that, you know, we're really looking at how do we build more nature into our days? Because there was um, some other really interesting research done by a friend of mine, um, Dr. Palin Kezabir who works at the Center for Healthy Minds. And she looked at um, uh, kind of currently compared to the 1950s, how many nature words showed up in English books, popular song lyrics, and movie plot summaries. And she found that the use of nature words had declined by about 50%. So I think that suggests that kind of as a society, we've become increasingly disconnected from nature. And we can see that, you know, we're, there are some some um, negative consequences of this. And I think one of the silver linings of the pandemic is realizing we don't want to just be stuck indoors in front of screens. You know, that isn't that isn't living, that isn't enlivening. And I think people are really seeing the value of getting out in nature, being with people you care about as part of some of the really incredible aspects of, of being human in the human experience that we want to preserve for generations to come. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any other advice for people who are trying to balance that, you know, virtual always on Zoom life with their mental health? I would just say that the key to improving our lives is just right outside our windows and it's free and always available and to, you know, to just, um, you know, I think if we can, you know, get in nature, uh, look outside, find opportunities, maybe start some new habits of ways of connecting with people by doing things outdoors together. Um, you know, certainly hiking in the summer, there are a lot of great winter sports um, that can be done like snowshoeing or, or cross-country skiing or ice skating. Um, there, we have wonderful lakes for swimming and uh, stand-up paddleboarding. That there's just so many ways of um, of getting outdoors, even just having a picnic and watching a sunset. You know, those just having those moments of just. Um, noticing uh, our environment, the natural environment around us can really remind us that these or can really turn these ordinary moments into extraordinary moments. Yeah, there's so many things that can be done out outdoors. It's, it's just a matter of finding what it is that you like doing. Exactly. And to try and experiment and, and find what works for you. 
You've been listening to Wild Wisconsin, a podcast brought to you by the Wisconsin DNR. Have further questions about the impact of the outdoors on your mental health? Email us at dnrpodcast at wisconsin.gov and we'll work with Dr. Mergain to get you answers. Find your next adventure at dnr.wi.gov. And for more great content, be sure to subscribe to Wild Wisconsin wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review or tell us who you'd like to hear from on a future episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.